0: Hello, hello, beautiful people. Happy holidays. <laughs> of course, it is that time of the year. I don't care what holiday you celebrate, just make sure you spend it with those with the with your loved ones. Welcome to the sideline speaks with myself, Brittany Jones, alongside Jason Collins and Kevin Walker right here on Never Had It So Good more, Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. Hello. What's going on, k Walking Jay?
1: <laughs> all as well as well. Glad everyone's back together. And finally, it's been a while since all three of us have been back. So looking forward to it.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's been a
2: minute since the whole gang has, has been here. So yeah, it's going to be a fun one tonight for sure.
0: Jay, I don't know who said this prior. But you got to flash that sweatshirt. Oh, yeah, sweatshirt man. Is this is- is- Oh, man. You- that's, got- that's, yeah. right now. that's
2: one of the best gifts. I- you guys know, but one of my yeah, students man. gave that to me last week. So, that's yeah, I-, not, I was super happy, man. One of the coolest yeah. gifts I've ever gotten from a student. So, that yeah, is a- definitely loving it for sure. That is a yeah. dope
0: fire sweatshirt, and I need to get me one. I need we're to go. Get we're going.
2: going to make that happen. We're going to definitely make that happen. <laughs> all those analogies that Britney's just used, guys. I mean, those uh, adjectives. <laughs> adjectives all
0: but before we get started, please, please uh, like and subscribe. Also comment um, and share. The more, the mirror we're we're, we would love to, for everyone to watch us each and every night. Um, also, if you comment live, you ask us questions live, we will do our best to answer these questions and your comments live right on air. All right, guys, you ready to talk some sports? Let's,
2: Let's do, it. do it.
0: Let's get into it because this is the last sports weekend prior to the holiday. And, of course, there's always games on Christmas. I ain't working Christmas. Thinking goodness i <laughs> uh, Maybe I would say that differently if I was making millions and millions of dollars also. Sure, <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, let's get right into it. Jay, we got to start off with your team, so-called team. <clears throat> I think it's your team. I feel like you're kind of vying for the Cowboys now, so we might as well say it's your team now. Yeah, All they're right. my
2: team. I'll take it.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's been two years, and it's like you've really been into them. They're your team now. The Bills beat the Cowboys 31-10 to 10 to keep their playoff hopes alive. This does drop the Cowboys in, soul, in second possession in the NFC East. My first question is, well, give me your thoughts on the game, and then my next question will be, will the Bills make the playoffs because they are still on the outside looking in. Jay, I'll have you go last, K-Walk. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, to answer your first question as far as, um, yeah, uh, the, the game itself, uh, you look at this game. I actually predicted, I actually picked the Bills to win this game, not in this fashion by any stretch of the imagination, mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen. Did not see this type of victory uh, taking place. Um, I knew it was in Orchard Park. It's It's cold there. We know those Dallas Cowboys. Love that warm weather, indoor warm (laughs) weather stadium in Texas all year round. But um, yeah, it it was it was surprising to me the way that this team came out, meaning the Cowboys, because we've seen how they played the the prior week against the uh, against the Eagles and how they were playing up until that point, uh, up until the uh, last night or yesterday's game, because it affected their offense was clicking. Dak was in an MVP uh, race or talk. And, and as far as that goes, Micah Parsons, uh, you know, possible uh, defensive MVP. Everyone was clicking. Everything was clicking for these guys. And then all of a sudden they, they make a trip, you know, they make a trip this way up north. And then all of a sudden, you know, the wheels just fell off for them. So you look at it and you wonder what what was it? Was it was it, uh, this – um. Uh, The Cowboys just lackadaisical. They came in there thinking that they were okay. They were, you know, good to go. They were riding that high from beating Philly. You know, um, was it an emotional letdown? I don't know. I can't put my finger on it. But I tell you what, the Bills were fighting for, uh, fighting for their playoff lives, uh, uh, Britt. And Jay, um, for sure, and and that showed. It seemed like the Cowboys like they felt like everything was already handed to them. They're in the playoffs. They clinched, you know, prior to the game, so maybe they got that. And maybe they kind of, you know, uh, you know, got a little laid back there because they already clinched the playoff spot with everything that took place, uh, you know, throughout the day. Um, but nonetheless, they still wanted that. They still want that East, and they have to win that game in order to to get the East and get a you know possible number one seed because they still had a, an opportunity to get the uh, the number one seat as well. But all that being said will the bills and and the bills play like their playoff lives were on on the line and and then so with that being said i think they will make the playoffs because if they play like that um going Mm -hmm. forward i I think they'll be okay they have uh they have to win out and i think they really still have to have a lot a couple things go their way um as well uh so with all that being said yeah I, i you know the cowboys I think the Cowboys just laid an egg, man. I I don't want to say that was more the Cowboys not being the Cowboys than it was the Bills being the Bills, because we really don't know who the Bills are, to be honest with you. Um, but uh, and to answer your second question, the Bills, in my opinion, will make the playoffs for sure.
0: Yeah, I actually think the Bills are a good team. Um, they just haven't things just haven't gone their way all season long. Um and they made they made a Big change, I know defensive coordinators, I believe they fired their old defensive coordinator, no, I'm sorry, offensive coordinator. Um, They fired their offensive coordinator, brought in a new one, and they've been playing a lot better. Um, You know, I know the Cowboys beat the Eagles. I mean, me personally, I figured they would split. I didn't think the Eagles would look that bad. You know, the Eagles are currently struggling themselves right now. Um, But it's still outside of the rival, the, the rival, division rivals. I'm still struggling with the Cowboys because this has been their issue all season long. You go against these top tier teams and you just, they they fall flat somewhere. I don't know where, I don't know how, but if they get behind, it's the same thing. They get behind, they can't figure out a way to get out of it. And it was the same thing in this particular game. Dak just doesn't (laughs) look like Dak in these types of games. Or is this the Dak? No, because we've seen Dak play very well. So, I, I'm not sure what to put, what Cowboy we're going to get in the playoffs. Like, I, I don't know. I have no idea. Are you going to get the Cowboys that went, that played great against the last game with the Eagles? That Cowboy team looked fantastic. Right. Right. So, was that more about the Cowboys looking that great or was it more about the Eagles looking that bad? Right. So, it's like, which way does it go? Because the very next game, now you starting your gauntlet towards the end of the season. The Eagles kind of went through their gauntlet. Now you're starting your gauntlet. Yeah. You're at the beginning of this gauntlet, and you Great already point. lost your second game out of what the next three. I think only have three tough games towards the end. Or it might I don't know if you would include the Lions in that in that as well. I, I you guess can. you can, yeah. right? I you could right. You should. I think so. Yeah. So, so so far you're one on one. What team are we gonna get against the, the dolphins? The dolphins are not a bad team. No, they are not a bad team whatsoever. Um, so I'm I'm still curious what this Cowboys team. I just can't put my finger on it just yet. Um, yes, the other side of me says I'm an Eagles fan. I hope they lose. And and I would rather replay him again in the playoffs so we can send them home.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> but that might not happen. <laughs> Either way, just lose. But the other side of me, the analytical side, like this is a good team and they just can't seem to figure it out. And it's just not making sense. Something's not adding up. Um, and they're not a good role team whatsoever. Uh, yeah. And as far as will the Bills make the playoffs, I think they will. I think they will somehow slide in. It's going to be tight. It's going to be tough. Um because there are other teams that they're competing with with a similar record and surprisingly some young teams the texans are up there i believe i think the broncos just lost so they might have may have lost some hope there um they have the colts standing in their way as well but i think the bills will pull it out um, and we'll end up making it Josh Allen. That team is just too good. The NFL. I don't care what you say They're gonna figure out a way to get that team up in there <laughs> They're gonna figure out a way somehow To get that team in the playoffs because I think it'll make the playoffs that much more exciting. So I do yeah. think They will make the playoffs. But Jay, this is your team What are your thoughts on the game and do you think the Bills will make the playoffs?
2: Well, I mean as far as the game goes to me, I, I feel like this was just The best of Buffalo and the worst of Dallas. Like, I mean, Buffalo played probably as good as they've played all year. And Dallas played probably as bad as they've played all year. Uh, So everything just kind of fell in place for the Bills. Now, the thing that's disappointing about the Cowboys is I really felt like the game last week beat them this week. You know, everyone was telling them how great they were. Everyone's telling them, oh, you're one of the best teams in the league. And they start believing it, you know, they're reading all the newspaper clippings, they're listening to all the TV shows, talking about how great they are. And to me, this was a football team that did not show up ready to play. I was texting back and forth with one of my brothers, and we were both saying they just look like they're not ready to play. Like what? they they weren't being very physical, yeah. they were getting beat at the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball. So I, I think the concerning thing is that that shows a lack of maturity as a football team, like that that you can't win a big game the week before and then not have the juice that it takes to get yourself up to play another game that doesn't seem as big the very next week. So I, I think for me, that was the, the biggest thing, that they just didn't look like a football team That came there and that was ready to play. Now, I I think on the positive side, I think when Dallas is focused, when you have their full attention, they're going to be a really hard team to beat, you know, when they're playing their best ball. But obviously, that didn't happen on Sunday. Uh, As far as the Bills go, if the Bills play like that, like with that formula, getting the running game going, you know, Josh Allen's not trying to be the hero, but he's more just managing the game and, and making his plays when he needs to. Like, if they're going to play like that, I mean, we some teams better hope they don't get in the playoffs because they, they could they could make a serious run if they play like that. So I agree with you, Britt. I do think they're going to find a way to get in. And if they do, look out because they're a really talented football team that has just really underachieved this year. So if they get in, it, look out. They're going to be hard to beat.
0: Jay, I got, I got to ask you a question. So I got yeah. to challenge you just a little bit. Because, K Rock, I wonder if you know where I'm going with this one. <laughs> because you said that emotionally they were not quite emotional. They didn't look ready for the game. They got high emotions the prior, the game prior, you know, executed well, did yeah. great. And then they just kind of just didn't play well. So the Eagles ran through Dallas, the Bills, the Chiefs, the 49ers, and then Dallas again. Do they get that same?
2: I think it's a real thing, but I'm, I'm not saying it's an excuse. It's just an Mm -hmm. observation. Like when you Mm -hmm. look at it, to me, it's not an excuse to to lose the football game. At the end of the day, the bills came in there and they, Mm -hmm. you got dominated. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. But I think just from the outside looking in to me, they look like a team that just wasn't ready to play. You want to put it on the players. You want to put it on the coach, Mm -hmm. put it on whoever you want. But to me, as a, as a professional football team, it's your job to be ready to go right. every week. And when you're not, mm-hmm. to me, that shows a lack of maturity as a ball right. club. So, I mean, it, and, and and I'm like, yeah, I agree with you, Britt. The Cowboys aren't the only team that have gone through that this year. I, I guarantee mm-hmm. you Philly has has done that in some spots <clears throat> as well. K-Walk, I know you were worried about your 49ers some weeks coming into games for that mm-hmm. same reason. So, mm-hmm. I think it's just a human trait, but it's, it's still not an excuse. Like, you got to mm-hmm. be ready to go.
0: Mm-hmm. Now I was just wondering. <laughs> I was just wondering. Um, but, all right, so are you guys going into the playoffs, do you think this is a concern? Because we, this has been a, a slight of a repeat with the Cowboys. Again, mm-hmm. Eagles game aside, because there's division rivals, they're going to go each other hard one day. And I, I think I told you at the beginning of the year, they're going to split. Now that I think they was going to get killed that bad, no. Right. But I knew they was going to get split. Eagles took the first game, Cowboys took the next next game, but then Cowboys once again go up against a decent squad or a top tier squad. I, regardless of record, Bills are a good team. They have a winning record, um, and they didn't. Cowboys once again did not perform well. Do you have any concerns with them going into the postseason, depending on who they run into? Uh, Walker, I'm gonna come to you first.
1: Yeah, I think you have to because everything that Jay laid out, you know, they're just the maturity or lack thereof, you know, plays a big part in that. They think they, they're just as talented as any team, you know, the mm-hmm. 49ers, the, the the Eagles, you know, the, the the Chiefs. You name the most talented teams, you you have to immediately think of the Cowboys, uh for sure. But it comes down to that leadership who's going to be that leader. Dak is all, you know, that like Jay said, it might be reading the papers, might be reading those headlines and things mm-hmm. of that nature. But when you come in here, I expected the bills to win that game. Don't get me wrong. I didn't expect the Cowboys to win that game, but I didn't expect them to lose like that. And that's one right. thing. It's okay to lose that game. If you will, if you want to look at it from that standpoint, but just so it's not, sometimes it's not that you lose, it's how you lose. And for mm-hmm. them to lose in the fashion that they did. And, and you mentioned, Brett, we talk about them, you know, playing the big tank, big time, Teams and and not performing, you know. Yeah, they look great against the Eagles and they and they dominated in that game. Mm-hmm. And then you come in into the Bills game, you and you can look at the Bills record, like you mentioned, and you can look at what well, they were seven and six going into that, or seven seven and seven, whatever their record mm-hmm. was. No, by by their record standpoint, they're not one of the top echelon teams in the league right now. But they're but like, if you look at the AFC. There are a lot of seven to six teams right now, you know, that that, that, yeah. that AFC is is pretty much is a lot of parity going on in there. So that that that, uh, that record doesn't necessarily mean that they're that bad. And I think that the, the, the Cowboys went into there thinking that, mm-hmm. that they were just going to walk through that game. I don't know what they thought, to be honest with you, but they didn't come to play, man. And, and, I, and that's a concerning thing, because now. Um, you want to know that they may have to play a road game in the first round. And we, you mentioned, mm-hmm. Britt, they're not good on the road. And, you know, depending on who they play in that first round, they may meet the Eagles. They may meet the Eagles. They may meet mm-hmm. the Lions. But right now, if they don't hold serve right now as far as winning out, they they're going to look at they're looking at a road game going into the playoffs. And, and right now we see that they don't do well uh, uh, on the road at all. So this comes concern for those Cowboys, man, that there really are uh, some concerning issues there. And they, they think they can just turn it on and off. And they're really not that good. They're not that good to be sitting there. OK, well, we'll turn it on against this team. And, you know, and then, you know. Uh, we'll play against this team, and then we'll turn it on this way, or, mm-hmm. and or, or or what have you. And they're just not that good. They're not that good to to take a day off. They're not that good to take a game off. They're not that good to take a playoff. They're really not. Right. They have to play every single play like their playoff lives, were, you know, Matt, I mean, uh, is 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 uh, is has everything to do with it. And and they just don't approach the game the same way. They don't approach week right. by week, man. They just don't approach it that way. And that's what separates them from the elite teams like the Eagles or 49ers, even the lions. And then Mm -hmm. when, you know, talk about other teams like the Raiders, I mean the Ravens as well. Um, yeah, they just don't have that, that mental aspect of it or that maturity, that leadership, those guys that they're they're not hungry enough in my opinion. I don't think.
0: Yeah. I, I, I get as talented as the Cowboys are, they got a lot of talent on both sides of that football, but I feel like they focus too much on a regular season. Um, I mean, which is important. Don't get me wrong. You're supposed to focus on the regular season. But what I mean is, like you say, said, okay, well, they get caught up in the hype of the regular mm-hmm. season. They get caught up in a lot of that. Um, and they do well for the most part in the regular season record wise. But when it comes time to the playoffs, some just don't click. It's just like, I don't know if it's like, oh, we're not in the regular season anymore. We did our job. OK, we're good to go. And it's been happening for the last 30 something years i don't care i'm sorry 20 <laughs> almost 30 years i'm Damn. sorry um i just don't know if they can take that leap um and i listen to michael parsons all the time i'm just like are they ready for the playoffs you know because he's so worried about what the media is saying he's so worried about yeah. how people feel about Dak or how people feel about, who cares right go out there and be like you know what our next opponent is who the Dolphins. That's who we focused on right now. We're not talking about we lost to the Eagles the first game. We're going to blow them out the second game. I'm glad that you did, but it's not the playoffs. Y'all Ooh. both going to the playoffs. It's not the playoffs. I'm, I'm happy you got what you wanted. <laughs> you got what you <laughs> wanted. It's not the playoffs. Um, so I don't know. It's, it's going to be interesting. I think they should get past the first round. Um because even if let's say the Eagles get the second seed, they don't play the Cowboys in that first round. They'll play. I don't think they play. I think they'll play like the Lions or someone or whoever that fourth seed is. I think it's the fourth seed, um, right? Yeah.
1: They'll play. It was two, two, seven, three, five. Uh, no, three, six, four, five. Four, yeah, five. So, yeah. So whoever
0: yeah. that fourth seed, if if it stands packed, so that right, means right, the right, Eagles right. will have to. They could lose this one, but then they would have to win out. If the Eagles could lose this one, then they'll have to win out in order to get the tiebreaker for the NFC. But Jay, your thoughts? Are you concerned yeah, with the Cowboys? I mean, I don't,
2: I don't want to overreact to one game. You know, just like, you know, same thing I've said about other teams that have gotten beat in bad ways through, throughout the season. I think the disappointing thing is kind of what Kay Walk alluded mm-hmm. to, that they just didn't look like they were ready to play. Right. I don't actually think that they worry too much about the regular season. I think the only way to get to the postseason is to take care of business in the regular season. So I don't know that they worry too much about the regular season. And I also don't know, I think the media talks about the Cowboys a lot in terms of the playoffs and this and that, but I don't know that the guys in the locker room, I mean, none of those guys were there 15, 20, 10 years ago. Like they had nothing to do with those wins. They had nothing to do with those losses. It's a brand new team. Honestly, like the only team that if I'm I'm the Cowboys... I think in the playoffs, number one, you're not going to have to worry about the issue of do they show up ready to play? Like it's the playoffs. If you can't show up ready to play, then you got a problem. So I think once the playoffs start, you're going to have the full attention of the Cowboys. If I, as a Cowboys, the only team I really wouldn't want to play is San Francisco. I think Mm -hmm. they match up really well against all the other teams in the NFC. They've Mm -hmm. already shown that they can beat Philly. Uh, They played them close in Philly. Mm-hmm. I feel like they match up well against Detroit. The only team, if I'm the Cowboys, is that I don't want to see is San Francisco. I, I would feel pretty confident about them having a good chance to beat any other team. So, yes, they look bad on Sunday. Yes, it was an ugly loss. But I don't think the sky is falling. I mean, we could go down the list of NFL teams who've had ugly losses this year. I mean, it's the NFL it happens. So I think it's- Dallas is going to be just fine.
0: I don't think it's about ugly losses. Most teams will have an ugly loss at least one time on their schedule, multiple times on their schedule, whatever. You're going to have that ugly, disappointing loss, however you feel about it. It's just consistently year after year, we see the same thing all the time from the Dallas Cowboys with similar players on the team. Dak has been on the scene for, what, the last eight eight years, eight, nine years, or going into his ninth year. Michael Parson, this is his third year. Uh, DeMarcus, <laughs> not DeMarcus Myers, good Lord. uh what- <laughs> What's, what's the guy's name? The other pass rusher. I can't think of his name right now. Um, oh, yeah. he has, He has been on this team for a number of years. Um, we go on and on and on, and has been the same result. Once they enter into the playoffs, they may or may not get past the first round. I know they played who they played la- uh, the first round last year. I can't quite remember. Um, they got uh,
1: who did they play? I forget who they played. That's actually, um. I shoot, can't remember who, who they that? played last year i don't uh, really yeah,
0: think that wasn't blowout. i don't remember I, I feel like that wasn't
1: a icons was no no, no, no it was giants nah, the giants wasn't yeah no, giants no. It. yeah i don't it remember. wasn't the
0: giants we played the no. giants um but you know regardless of the fact i i don't think that was a blowout and then you ran into san francisco and i don't think san fran had their best game that year that that game and you still sometimes some somehow wasn't able to capitalize on it. But we see this every single year. And I just I don't think there's any shame to
2: losing to San Fran in the playoffs. Like, if they lose to the 48 ers in the
0: playoffs this year, like, who can say anything about that? Like, San Francisco's a great team. I, and I understand it. That's not what I'm saying. But you're the Cowboys, right? you you it's but that's, a lot of but talk. see they talk a lot themselves
2: that's a Tell media me thing I don't that's see not, the actual Cowboys saying any of this
0: what stuff what did the Cowboys say the first time they lost to San Fran this year I don't know we'll see you in the playoffs but what, yeah. every player but, but isn't that, that
2: what you're supposed to say like what do you want them to say oh my gosh uh, we're afraid of the San Francisco like no, that's what they're
0: supposed to say we'll see you I'm again not. I'm not saying that, but what I'm saying is make sure you come prepared in the playoffs because the last so many years, you talked a lot. You did the same thing. It's like a repeat of history. You talked a lot and then you get sent home by whatever team. San I, Fran just happened to be last year. Only the, one team, team can win home the Super Bowl. Two
2: years? Only one team can win it. There's no shame in losing in the playoffs. Like only one team can win. When's the last time the 49ers have won a Super Bowl? Okay, well, I don't I don't know, but when is the last time? The
1: 94 season, 95. 1994. Yeah, and this
2: is a gr- absolute great franchise, top-of-the-line franchise 20 that hasn't won since 94.
0: When was the last time the 49ers appeared to go to the Super Bowl?
2: Three years ago
0: right when was the last time the cowboys got past the second round in the playoffs none of that matters we
2: only count wins nobody counts who was close to winning so it don't matter matter for the cowboys every other team it matters i'm just saying at the end of the day you win or you lose (laughs) i don't i don't think anybody has a list of people that were close to winning super bowls we we keep a list of champions that's it
1: all right. America's team, though, is. Jay. America's team. So they're going to be scrutinized more than any other
2: team right. in the I know world. You know I The point that I'm making, though, is like I don't think we can hang that on the players. Like the fact that the media loves to talk about the Cowboys, like there's nothing Micah Parsons can do about that. There's nothing that can do about that, that that everyone either loves them or hates them. Like there's nothing the players can do about that. No, I they, get it. I'm not. I'm you not know, arguing they're, they're one way or another, the other. I'm just they're, saying they are another one of the 32 teams in the league. You know, yeah, I'm just letting. I'm just saying that that's, that's
1: this, is, this is the reason why you know they're America's team and they're going to be scrutinized. And you right now is
0: talk about them. Yeah, oh, everybody
1: wants does. To talk I say everybody. Does. Everyone <laughs> talks about them. them. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Everyone I Everyone talks about
2: them. I could care less to talk about
0: them, but yeah. you know, I'm an know. Eagles fan, so that's part of me being an Eagles fan. I'll tell you what.
2: The way we put it on the Eagles a couple weeks ago, I hope we see them again. I, can't, that I was, hope we see the Eagles again. That was Eagles last again. week,
0: Jay. That was last
2: week. I can't wait to see <laughs> the Eagles You
0: again. said a couple weeks ago. That was last week. That okay, just well, well, it,
2: well, it was two. <laughs> it, it, was, it was basically two weeks ago, right? I mean, <laughs> well, I don't know. Whether, uh, shoot, well, it, it was well, such I'm a beatdown, I can't even remember I'm when it was. I'm glad you
0: feel that way because you just got beat the hell down by the team we beat. So hey, hey. that's irrelevant, right? But who was the really. player last year? Who, who, who really. advance past...
2: It doesn't matter. You didn't win. It doesn't matter. Nobody cares who was in the Super Bowl. We care who won. I I, I (laughs) I, I
0: get it. I understand. But you're talking a lot, and your team can't get put so far in the playoffs.
2: It doesn't matter. If your team doesn't win, Everyone there's only one winner. There's only one winner.
0: It it doesn't matter Everyone that doesn't
2: win doesn't win.
0: That's it. Okay, I want to make sure all Cowboys fans hear that every year it doesn't matter cuz every year we hear the same thing from not only the players the fans not and if the you want to say that you hear it from not the, players. the players you hear it from the players what well, cal players I, I i disagree crap. with that mm. i don't i don't i don't you think i've seen players. any
2: cowboys players saying anything i've seen I mean, you Dak say so. is like I've a company man so. he's always saying the right things what are the players on this company man? <laughs> the
0: company man? All right, let's let's move on. This is going out of hand, it's not gonna get nowhere. Uh because go my, cowboys. My, my, my segment is not gonna be so long. Yeah, I hope you say that once they lose in the second round of playoffs again. Uh
2: we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> time will tell.
0: Uh all right, guys, let's move on. I want to talk about the Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles because the Philadelphia Eagles, prior to this game, recently. Although I feel like they knew prior, have made a change at defensive coordinator. Although it was an official title change, it's yeah. kind of odd. Um, mm-hmm. Matt Patricia, who has been a defensive assistant to Sean Desai, who was the defensive coordinator, the main defensive coordinator entire season, um, will be on the sideline tonight making the calls. Mm-hmm. But Sean Desai is being sent off to the booth. Now, to get some clarification, my understanding because people thought he was maybe particularly, maybe um supposed to coach another position. But then there's something came out later that they want him to get a different vantage point by being up in the booth. Don't know what that means. Um, I know Jim Johnson used to sit up there, so I'm not sure. But what are your thoughts on this? Jay, I'm going to come to you first. <clears throat>
2: I think it means the Eagles know that they're they they need to do something different. I think mm-hmm. it show to me it shows that the, the head coach isn't fully confident in the man that was calling the defense. Because mm-hmm. otherwise, why would you make a change? Like, you know, you can have a couple bad weeks of defense, but if you're confident that you've got the right guy in the right place, to me, there's no reason to make a change. So the right. fact that Matt Patricia is going to be calling it now. I, I think that that shows that they feel like something has to change in order to get this defense back on track. So to me, it's concerning because you usually don't see something happen like this at this stage of the of the uh, football season. Mm-hmm. So to me, it's very concerning. Uh, but on, on the other hand, if, if that's what they felt like they needed to do, better to just go ahead and do it rather than keep sticking with something that you don't think is working so mm-hmm. it, it actually could pay off down the road if, if patricia does a great job but they they got to get this thing figured out before the playoffs start because that defense has not been good
0: the last few weeks uh care what are your thoughts on this
2: yeah i agree with jay
1: there and and it's surprisingly that it was it was Kept so in house and it was kept so quiet um, because Mm -hmm. this is a big move. Like Jay mentioned, you know, Mm -hmm. it's a big move, especially this time of the year. I know Desai is a uh, is the first year uh, uh, coordinator uh, this year, and. What's surprising to me is that oh, they want him to get at a different advantage point, a vantage point from you know being in a booth. A lot of coordinators, and I know the 49ers made that kind of change, you know, where Steve Wilkes wasn't calling a great game. They wanted him out of the booth and wanted him on the sideline. That way their communication would be there. And he, you know, he can hear things from each player while they're, you know, when they come off mm-hmm. the field, as opposed to, you know, calling on the phone and talking to each individual. He can talk to them all at once. So it's surprising there. Um I don't know what that means to decide how much input he has um, at this point, as far as you know, you know what kind of play calling he's going to do, what kind of schemes um, he's going to dial up uh, for sure. How much input does he really have uh, at this point? And I, P- Patricia, if they feel like you know he has to do that, yeah, it, it's it's mind boggling to me. But giving up forty five points. To you know, the, the 42 points to the 49ers and giving up 42, or I forget the number they gave up to the Eagles, 33. um, 33 <laughs> to the Eagles, um, you know, this, yeah,
2: it, <laughs> and um, you, that was, yeah, <laughs> uh,
1: but um, giving up uh, those those many points to those particular teams, you know, a change has to be made or something has, but I, I, that's surprising to me that they would have that that would happen, that they would just make him the play caller, I me, mean, Patricia but. It's going to remain to be seen. It's going to remain to be seen. We'll see tonight, Um, you know, Gino's in. Uh, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll, see type of defense if they're going to blitz. I don't know what Patricia's, uh, offense. I mean, defense's, uh, philosophy is, and does he like to bring pressure? Does he like to go man? Uh, does he like to go zone? You know, does he, mm-hmm. does he like to go forward? Does he, I don't even know if he, I don't know if you know this Jay, but does he know run a three, four, four, a four, three, what does he like to do? You know? So that's going to, we're going to look to uh, see that. I didn't get a chance to see what Patricia's, uh, uh, philosophy is or what he likes to run, but. It's very interesting at this point in the season, but something has to be done because they're still in the hunt of things. They still can get that number one seed. So, you know, clean it mm-hmm. up now while you still have an opportunity and don't wait
2: until it's too late. Yeah. <laughs> and I would imagine that there's not going to be a whole lot of schematic changes yeah, like like what at it's, this it's, point in the year. Yeah. Right. Like there, I don't see how they could switch like a philosophy. Yeah. Maybe it's just about having a different guy make the calls and maybe you know get them in some better situations i I, I do think though like the the interesting thing is like that defense especially the front how good we know all those guys are individually yeah but the fact that people have kind of been running it right through the middle of the defense is obviously concerning so i think tonight that's what i'm going to be watching for right yeah do they shore up the middle of that defense against the run game
1: yeah, because Seattle um, loves to run with Kenneth Walker and uh, what's his name, Charbonnet, um, mm-hmm. as well. So they love to run that ball, man. They love to ground and pound, and uh, that's what Pete Carroll and that offense loves to do. So we're gonna see, you know, what type of adjustments uh, uh, Patricia makes, if any. Yeah,
0: <clears throat> I'm not sure if it's just a defensive thing. I just think the last couple of weeks has been an entire team thing because um, mm-hmm. neither side of the football has played well. There's talent on both sides of this football on neither sides have played well in a number of weeks, in my opinion. Um, and you could see that. So um now the problem with the defense is the linebackers. The linebackers are terrible. Um, I don't know how Anthony Morrow even made it into the NFL. <laughs> the way he played last the last couple weeks, and Christian Ellis was actually cut after the 49ers game. But the is that 41, game... number 41? Mm hmm.
1: Yeah. Well. That's number 41. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. But I
0: feel like he's only playing because the Dean is out. Great. The Dean is not the best in coverage, but he was helping our run game. You no know, <clears throat> linebackers currently. They don't know how to fill the gaps. And I think that's part of helping your your run game, if I'm not mistaken. Um, You guys, the football people, <clears throat> let me know but the linebackers need to come in and fill up, fill up these gaps. And they just haven't been <clears throat> hitting these holes properly. I don't know if that's because of the defense that's called maybe that's on Sean DeSai. i'm not exactly sure but something's just not clicking i think another part of it's injuries there's no continuity on this defense especially on the back end um every time somebody comes in somebody else goes out yeah. i think the first eight or nine weeks they had like eight or nine different starting in that secondary um so trying to get that continuity is has been troublesome on that back end um, and it doesn't help when your offense was struggling in the last so many weeks with turnovers yeah. and just not playing well in general. Um, it helped against the Bills because Jalen Hurts that game, they played lights out on the offensive side. After that, they just struggled. Um, so I'm not exactly sure. I'm not even sure if I'm confident in Matt Patricia, to be honest with you guys. <laughs> After he left Bill Belichick, he didn't show as much as anything. True. Now that could be maybe the talent that he had at the time just wasn't up to par. I'm not exactly sure, but tonight you're missing Darius Slate tonight. You're missing your oh, gosh, starting linebacker in Zach Cunningham. So that means Anthony Morrow has to play <laughs> some more. Um, is Leonard
1: playing? Is Leonard, is he playing? He
0: has to play. He, okay. he has to play because he's the yeah. other, you know, but this is only his second game last week. Right. He may right. have played a, handful of plays because he it was his first time with the eagles so it's going to be interesting hopefully we have to depend on the offense to try to get things going um and to outscore these teams because i'm just not sure if the the defense is going to be able to keep up as of right now but maybe matt patricia is a different ear i'm sorry different voice to these players maybe get them going a little bit more but as professional players if you got to get a coach to get you going to me that's always a problem
1: Facts.
0: Um, Concur. That's always a problem. (laughs) Uh, But maybe it is a, they have a handful of defensive schemes and Sean Desai just didn't know what defensive schemes to do at one particular time. You know, last week you had fourth and two, he had everybody back up. They ran it down. And in a press conference, he said, oh, they went away from their normal routine. Fourth and one and fourth and two, Cowboys always run the ball. I know that just from watching the games. What are you talking about? So that's concerning in itself. Um, so maybe Matt Patricia will help. I know the players were starting to feel like they liked showing the side, but they weren't confident in showing the side. And that's mm. also a problem. Um, you always want to get that coming out the, the locker room once something goes wrong. Yeah. <clears throat> but we'll see what happens. It's going to be interesting. They still got four weeks to turn it around to try to figure things out. So they still have time. I feel like every team in the NFL went through their, their struggles, every single team, the Eagles got to go through their struggles. And this is currently it right now. You don't want to go through it in December, but they're going through it in December. You still got another four weeks. I'm sorry, three weeks after today. Let's see what happens. All right, guys. Yeah, and their
1: schedule. Yeah, their schedule favors them too. So they, yeah. you know, they got. Think what well, they got. The Giants, uh, the Giants, and uh, twice, Arizona. right?
0: That's what it is. Yep. No, they got some twice.
2: winnable games coming.
0: Yeah, up. Giants sure. twice in Arizona. But see, yeah. to me, that doesn't. I mean, it helps with confidence. Yeah, I think it helps with confidence. Um, but you kind of want to see how Matt Patricia can do. Yeah. against the top tier defense i'm uh, no, sorry top tier teams but we'll see what happens we'll see what mm-hmm. happens you just never know tonight mm-hmm. gino's gino is playing which is good so to put some pressure on that defense especially Keely mm-hmm. ringo i think is starting in Darius' late spot. so all right guys let's move on um and then we're gonna go to break and jay's gonna take over i'm keep mm-hmm. mine's a little bit short but i do want to do this it's this a little bit different it says the question I have for you guys is: Do you think this player can play in any era? I'm going to go back and forth between NBA players and NFL players. They are current players as of right now. You tell me: Do you think they have the talent and skill set to play in any era? You guys, ready?
2: Let's do it. Let's do it.
0: Let's do it. The first one. We're going to start with the NBA side. You know what? We're going to go right off the bat. Luka Doncic. Can he play in any era? We know he could play in today's era. But can he play in any area? Jay? I'm gonna come to you first.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think you'd have to say yes to that, right? I mean, he's such a. a I was gonna say he's such a great player. I, I might not be as high on Luca as as other people are, but obviously he's really talented. I, I definitely think he could play in any error now he's not going to be able to whine and cry the way he does like if you if you put him in the 80s or 90s some of that whining and crying and flopping and stuff isn't going to work but i think from a talent standpoint he's he's good enough to figure it out
0: i'm gonna go nuts um from a talent standpoint i would say sure absolutely but let's be real that physicality in that 80s and 90s that will get him frustrated and hand checking To me, the hand-checking in itself will eliminate a lot of the talent, a lot of these players, because you're so free to do whatever you need to do. The rules have changed. So offensive players can only play better, right? Um, They can look better. So to me, a lot of the players who are playing today or in certain eras weren't able to be as successful in the 80s or 90s because of that physicality, because of rules like hand-checking and so forth. And as talented as I think Luka Doncic is, there's a no hands error like it is today if i'll blow on you it's a foul then yes he'll be what he is now a superstar i just think back in their day they would have got up underneath of him going up against the glove the glove's not going to allow you to do all the things that you want to do yeah he's strong but he's going to be physical right back at you what you're going to do when somebody elbows you on the the side you're going to cry about it i'm not sure if he can handle that can his temper handle that can his maturity excuse me handle that i'm not sure and it was far other great defensive players back then because you were just allowed to do certain things that you're not able to do now so okay well get so wait answer.
2: is that a yes or a no Britt? so I, no. no. I said no I okay. said that's no. a no okay <laughs> no no because right. i knew it was a no because <laughs> okay. she stole everything
0: <laughs> that i was going to say oh yeah. You're yeah. Go.
1: Yeah. okay man well yeah she stole everything that i was going to say so it's a, it's, okay. a, it's a no for her. It's a heck no for me. Wow. No, it was, okay. no, no, because everything that Britt mentioned is just to add on to that. Yeah, I just don't see him being, you know, he's going to cry. And like she mentioned some of the guys, you know, the glove, MJ, just, just some of the best defensive guys out there. They wouldn't allow him to get away with all that bringing the ball up and that. And, you know, uh, no, heck no, Jay. Come on, Jay. I'm surprised you said he would be able to play in that era knowing what Mike had to go through. You think he could get through well, what Mike well, had to go through?
2: I'm not no. saying he would be MJ. I'm, I'm not saying he would be MJ, just but saying, he would have like, to go
1: through MJ type stuff. Yeah, though. but, you but you I'm know just know saying,
2: I mean? like, if you look at some other guys that played in that era and were, let's yeah, say serviceable players like you don't think he could be serviceable in that era not if not the defensive guys that would come out there and
1: and, and get and get one of dennis rodman let's put a throw us dennis rodman in there and in that era um you know i'm just going in joe dumars i'm just going to the knicks and charles oakley the guys that probably would play against him because he's considered what a four if i'm not mistaken is he considered a four Who, see in Luka? this era you don't
2: really luca yeah is he considered a four What is he considered? But you would have to think he would be the guy with the ball in his hands, right? Like, so he's he would, a point guard. He would play probably the way he plays now. I, okay, would so imagine.
1: I, you know, just let's throw it. Let's throw a Pip in there. You know, Pip would hound him and get in on him, and then MJ would get him on him. And you got guys I guess like here's just, what
2: here's my thing. Like, okay, well, you think about a guy like Mark Jackson, right? Not okay. a big guy, not quick no. at all. Very crafty. Like you couldn't see Luca being like a Mark Jackson, just methodical. You know, well, he could do that, Eric but Jackson if you look at him. To score, great. no, like he wasn't great, but he was a very, very good player in that era. Like I said, yeah, if you think want to, he, could be that. Yeah, I think
1: in that era he would turn, he would be turned into a Mark Jackson because he, but he wouldn't score like he scored
2: now. Though he wouldn't be getting the triple doubles like he's yeah. getting now. So I guess maybe the question is like. Because I think he could play in the era. Like maybe he wouldn't be what okay. he is now, but I think he could it. be
1: Okay, yeah. So okay, maybe yeah, I'd he be a star in any era. How nah, about
2: that? Yeah, you know, he would be an yeah. average player. Okay, so if we're think. saying like would he be yeah. like he is now that's what I'd I thought probably, the question I probably was. agree with you guys. I'd probably say yeah, that I yeah, meant, meant to say a
0: star in any era.
1: That's how I took the question. That's how I took the question. But yeah, so no, I'm saying I'm saying no, he wouldn't be a star. He'd just be a he would be an average player and in that era. I got you in that
0: era. Yeah, all right, let's switch it over to the NFL. Now you guys will know this more than me a little bit, um, because I got to the NFL a little bit later in life. Uh, <laughs> not that much later, but later. Gotcha. Um, let's go with a receiver, cause Kate Walk. I'm looking at you right now, so I'm gonna go with a receiver. Dude, let's say they, they say this young guy is the youngest, the best young wide receiver. So y'all know who I'm talking about, and that's Justin Jefferson. Would he be a star in any era? A star player like he is now? Okay, who would I go with first last time? Let's let K. Walk. K. Walk. I want to hear him. Yes. Yeah, he no. K. <laughs> Walk.
1: Um, Ow, You know what? This is this is interesting right here because he's he's like you mentioned with Luka, He's a talented guy. You can hand. You get the defense was different last. You can chuck all the you know all the way downfield if you will. You can hit. Will he be able to take those hits? Will he go across the middle? Will he get those gator arms across the middle? You know, will he, Isaac, uh, no, not Isaac Bruce, uh, Tony Holt, Tory Holt, uh, or what's it, Isaac Bruce, whoever, one of those two receivers, just catch the ball and immediately fall to the ground because they didn't want to take that hit. <laughs> um, I'm just thinking about all those D-backs, man. I don't, I don't think he'll be the same guy, man. I, I think that the physicality will take over uh, for him. So he'll just be... To so be an average receiver, in my opinion, back in the day, you know, you're going up against the prime times. um, you're going up against, I'm um, just trying to think of, you know, the uh, the Charles Woodsons, the um, you know, uh, just some of the guys that just you know just come out at me right now, just jump out at me. Um, yeah, and I don't think he'll be the same player, I think he'll be an average receiver because the physicality aspect of it, um, they're just getting away with too much right, right now, so they're free to roam, uh, if you will. So, no, he wouldn't be the same player.
0: Jay.
2: I, I agree with K walk. I, I think like the fear factor of yeah. somebody like taking well, your head off <laughs> was a real thing in the eighties well, and nineties. Yeah. Like a guy like Ronnie lot or Brian or Dawkins, like some of these Ooh, vicious. Oh I goodness. think that is a real thing. So I agree. Like I obviously, I think he could play, but I don't think he would be at the level he is right now. So I'm going to say no
0: all right i'm gonna leave the nfl to you guys let's go back to the nba <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right let's say you want big man small man big man small man um you no know let's go with the one old head i got on this okay. um because i'm curious about his size we probably talked about this before we want to talk about it again kevin durant is he a star <laughs> in any error very talented is he a star uh Jam comes to you first. I want oh, to call that.
2: Right, that that is a great question because I don't think you can argue how talented this man is. Like you cannot argue his talent whatsoever. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> like we got a glimpse of that in that Celtics series. And and when and Tatum got physical with KD, he did not look mm-hmm. like a star. So you if you take that and you put him in the 90s or the eighties where guys are going to be beaten on him, pushing him around mm-hmm. and just, I, I don't think, and I can't remember who said this. I, I was watching somebody talk the other day and they said the only flaw in KD's game, it was Andre Iguodala. He mm-hmm. said the only flaw in KD's game is that he won't lift weights like that. Mm-hmm. He's just not strong. He said he can do everything else, but he won't lift weights. And I just think if you take that and put it in one of these errors where they were beating on guys, mm-hmm. ah, he's not, he's definitely not, a superstar. Like he'd probably be an okay player. He'd get his there here and there, but I don't think he'd be a superstar. Not with the physicality.
0: I'm not sure if he'll even last in that <laughs> previous year. I, I, don't, I think his career is no serious. I think his career no, is right. he's hurt a lot as it is now.
2: Yeah. Um
0: yeah. I Man, can't I th- argue with her. I think he's an awesome talent, a terrific talent, but I agree. I'm just not sure if he could play with that physical error, and you alluded to, Jay, that Boston Celtics. And people yeah. want to say, well, he got two rings or however many rings, the Warriors. Well, that's what happens when you got Steph on the one side, you got Clay on the other side, you got a younger Draymond Green down low, and a few other quality players. Uh, teams just won't be as physical with you because they got so many other things to worry about. So that leaves him wide open. They're going to focus so much on you, that means you got Steph wide open. You got Clay wide open, so they're going to naturally get beat. So they're not going to be as physical and focus that much energy on a Kevin Durant as much regardless. I know he was the leading scorer, but you're still more worried about the three-point guys uh, surrounding you. I don't think he could lead a team. I I don't. I don't think he could lead a team to a championship. I think he needs way too many other – I guess factors surrounding him to be involved. So I'm going to say no. I don't think he would be a star. I'm going to say no. I actually don't even think his career would have lasted as long. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if that's rude of me to say I'm just being honest. Um, But what Walk, your thoughts on this.
1: Yeah, you guys hit a nail in the head, man. I mean, that's what I, I was just going to say. The Celtics series, uh, and then I was going to drop the mic there. But yeah, but uh, it really was. I mean, because that's exactly what we talked about with Luca—is how physical that you know that era in back in the day was, and even the layup lines uh, in the in the '90s, '80s, and '90s were <laughs> were more <were>, physical. <were laughs> Man, can't even get through a landing <laughs> I'm just simply saying so. That's all I got to say. So, no, he would, he would not be a star <laughs> oh, in <man>. that era. <laughs> in
0: all right, guys, let's move back to the NFL. All right, we're going to go into the secondary. It might not be a safety, but it's still going to be a DB. We're going to go with one of the younger star corners, and that's the South Sydney, Sauce Gardner. Um, do you think he will be a star in any era? Jay, I'm actually come to you first on this one because you, you. know what? I think I'm gonna say
2: yes to this, Britt, because <laughs> Sauce Gardner strikes me as a guy that if if he was allowed to play physical, like he mm-hmm. he seems like a guy that would love to be able to put his hands on you and just. Mm-hmm. And so I I certainly think if you put him in the 80s or 90s, I think he would be fine. I think he could li- live up to the physicality, and I don't think necessarily like obviously there were some great receivers in the 80s and 90s but i i think maybe from a speed standpoint and an ability standpoint i think Mm -hmm. the guys now are better skill wise like overall so i think his skill set would be great in any era and if he was allowed to be physical i think he could step up to that plate so i'm gonna say yeah he could play in any era
0: K
1: walk yeah, I concur. Yeah. I, mm. I for everything that Jay said, I think he could play in air. He reminds me of a Charles Woodson. And mm. um you don't see these guys back in the day as fast as you see these receivers today. Yep. So right. yeah, he, and he and you look at it, you watch the film on him, he likes to get handsy. He likes to he likes the physical mm-hmm. contact and he'll come up and support the run as well. So yeah, Sauce Gardner could play in any era. That that dude is a freak of nature. And um I love is his a, the way he approaches the game. Yeah. Go ahead, sorry, Brett.
0: is he a star? Yeah,
1: yeah, definitely. He'll okay. he's definitely be a star. Sure. Yeah, yeah he's sure. a star in my, in my book. He will
0: be all right. Let's head back to the NBA two more, and then we'll head into break. All right. Huh, let's see. Let's go with. I'm curious about this one. Nikolai Jokic. I think I said his first name right. Nikolai ooh. Jokic. Is he a star? Mm. Not can he play, but is he a uh, star in ooh. any era? K-Walk, I'm gonna come to you. Oh, I was hoping yeah, you really go to Jay first.
1: <laughs> oh man, um I'm gonna say I'm thinking about Hakeem. I'm thinking about oh, uh, Shay play defense. Ooh, ooh, yeah. Ah, ah. Ah. Tough. yeah, even Patrick Ewing. You had oh man, would he be a would he be one of those guys? I... I'm gonna say yes. I'm gonna say mm-hmm. yes because I think he he can handle the ball. I, I think he could handle he's big enough to handle the physicality mm-hmm. of those guys. Mm-hmm. Um he could rebound, he's tall enough. Um, he could play defense a little bit when he wants to. I'm gonna say, yeah, he'll He'll be a star. He'll be in a, the the lower echelon of the you know yeah. the top tier guys, but I think he'll still be I'm in the
0: a star pure category. Superstar. Dude. Okay. Well, we ain't doing a lower oh, echelon. Man. Is he a superstar or is he okay? I get it. Superstar quality role player or pure bench guy.
1: What what we going? Nah, it wouldn't be a run. Nah, okay, I'll give him a superstar. I give him superstar right, status. Okay, I will give right. him based off of that. <laughs> no, I have to give him superstar status. Yeah, definitely. I I think he could play in any year. I think his his talent in a way and, and I think if he mm-hmm. had if he had those guys to challenge him, I think he'll probably step his game up a little bit more. To be honest, mm-hmm. we we'll take that to another level. So I say, yeah, he's definitely a superstar uh, in, in any year.
2: <clears throat> Yeah, I think I I agree because I think even maybe playing in an older era might have helped him a little bit because the back to the basket center, like I think he'd have a lot easier time guarding that than maybe now where you're dealing with a four or a five who wants to take you out to the three point line and all that kind of stuff. So that may have helped him some like just. Garden a center that wants to play with their back to the basket, and then certainly I think his skill set and his yeah. I think he'd be able to score the ball and that kind of thing. so I think he'd be closer to a superstar Britt than than just like a role player or a bench mm-hmm. so I'm going For to give sure. him that the superstar status
0: all right, let's go to the next one guys all right <laughs> uh, no, 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 I'm just kidding. uh no, um. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. But if I had to say based off his pure talent, um, I like his size. He's a big body down low. Um, When he gets you in a pose, it is hard to defend that and get around him. So um, his passing ability is amazing. As long as he's on the right team, you have to put him on the right team, just like he is with the Nuggets at this moment. Um, Like I can't see him being in Joel Embiid's type of position. You know, he doesn't necessarily have the right players around him. Can he carry that type of team? He's on the right team with the right coach. So, yes, I would say he is a superstar um, because I don't think he'll have a problem with the physicality whatsoever. He's he's a big guy. Yeah, He's a big guy. And uh, what Jay alluded to, I think the pace back then would be more to Jokic's liking (laughs) than it is right now. Um, All right. Next one. Let's back to NFL. We got one more and we're done. Oh, I'm gonna go with my guy, although he's on the wrong team. That's also Jay's guy, he's still on the wrong team. Michael Parsons. <laughs> is he a superstar? I know he gets a lot of um was it LT comparisons? I think it's LT comparisons. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um is he to that level of a superstar um in any era? know what, Jay? I'm going to come to you first on this one. You're the Cowboys guy. Yeah. I mean, I
2: it'd be hard to say no, just because I think the athletes are just so much better now. And this guy's a mm-hmm. freak of nature. He's 250 yeah. pounds. He probably runs a 40 and 4'4". There just weren't a lot of mm-hmm. those guys walking around in the 80s oh. and 90s. So mm-hmm. I really think he would have been a freak of nature. I think he would have been just as successful, if not more successful yeah. in, in some of those earlier eras, so I'm, <clears throat> I'm going to definitely stamp him with the superstar status. Okay, what? Well-
1: yeah I agree I mean there's a lot of comparison to LT for um, for, for obvious mm-hmm. reasons and I think he can he can move around and he can do a lot of things mm-hmm. and he can be disruptive on you know in the middle of the uh, the line as well as on the edge and Jay mentioned uh, freaking nation the first thing I thought of was Javon Curse he was the one of the first guys you know that mm-hmm. came out of University of Florida and played for the Titans or he's the uh, Titans at the time he was just that one guy who was big strong and fast and mm-hmm. he reminds me of that so I I think that um he would definitely be able to play play in any era without question
0: okay
1: Um, at superstar level superstar status
0: (laughs) status. one question how do you think he would have did because you know back then it was less of a passing league they passed the ball but it was Mm -hmm. more of a running league so you really had to know how to defend the run nowadays today they run at michael parsons to try to beat the cowboys how do Mm -hmm. you feel in that aspect of it
2: that is a great point. That right. is a fantastic yeah. Yeah. point because yeah. the, the game was a lot different then. And mm-hmm. I do think one of the best ways to neutralize an athletic pass mm-hmm. rusher, maybe a little underweight, is just to run it right at them. So I do think yeah. that would have been an adjustment for him. But mm-hmm. I I would say because of his athleticism, he probably would have figured it out. But I, I that's a heck of a point. Yeah. I, I do think yeah. that could have been a problem for him. K okay, what?
1: Yeah, I think he would have been able to adjust to it, uh, mm-hmm. for sure. I think he would have, you know, gotten stronger if that's possible for him to get stronger, to get bigger. Uh, I think he would have been able to to handle that um that rush coming at him as far as the uh, you know, but back then they played with, you know, full backs, pulling guards, yeah. full backs and things of that nature. So he had to take on a lot. Um and guys crack back and one of them. But I think he I think he would have been able to adjust uh for sure. So I still think that he'll still have been a superstar in 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 the air.
0: All right. Last one, guys. Look, I thought I was going to go short. It just didn't work out this way. Having- <laughs> last one. Uh, um, we got NBA, my guy, my other guy, Joel Hans. I think his middle name is Hans. I probably could be say him. <laughs> Joel Hans and B. That's the middle name I give him today. Hans. No disrespect, Joel. Love you. But Joel B. do you think he could have been a superstar in any era? k Welcome I'm going to come to you first.
1: I don't know, Britt, because he keeps ducking jokish. Man, he keeps ducking that guy, man. So I don't know. I don't know. He always seems to be ducking him. Um and no, all seriousness. Um he has definitely has the tool set, he has the mindset, um, Mm -hmm. as well. Um he can inside out, he can play with his back. Yeah, I think he'll definitely have been a He kind of reminds me. Um, I'm not comparing him or putting him in the same category, but he kind of reminds me of a mixture between Hakeem Olajuwon and Patrick Ewing a little bit there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he has the footwork and he can, you know, play with his back back to the basket. He rebounds and obviously he's a big man. And um, and he has he has a short range, long range um, as well. Uh, so, yeah, I think, yeah, the more and more I think about it, the more and more I talk about it, the more and more I'm talking, talking myself into calling him a superstar in any era for sure.
2: Yeah, I I agree, K-Walk, because if you think like if you pick him up and put him in like the 80s or something like he would be one of one, like there would be no one that size with that kind of skill that could play with his back to the basket, but could shoot the mid range, could come out to the three point line, could try to break you down off the dribble. He would literally be one of one if you put him (laughs) in the 80s. So, yeah, I'll stamp him superstar for sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah, um I mean I'm I'm definitely going to say yes and that's not just me <laughs> being biased. That's just All right, that's all right. What I see, I mean he's been dominating with no contact. As <laughs> I mean he gets hit cuz he's down low, you're going to get hit down low for the most part, but my goodness, um and then I seen a video recently where they was showing Joel and Beat and he was doing MJ and Kobe moves in the yeah. post at 72280. Yeah. That's unheard of the way he moves, I think he'll be fine with the physicality, but I will give him the same thing I gave KD. You're a little injury prone. That's that's the only issue. Um, But I do think he can handle the physicality outside of that. Um, I mean, what can't that big man at his size do? Um, And now he has the right coach, the same thing I gave to Jokic, with the right team surrounding and you can see the difference. Nobody's just standing there watching him do his thing. No, people are cutting now. Um, and they are blowing teams out. The teams that you're supposed to blow up, blowing them out 50 something points, 40 something points. Because I think he has the right unit around him. I need one more piece, but he has the right unit around him. And he ain't ducked Jokic every time they face each other. Last time <laughs> he last scored 40 something points. Not
1: last year. He ducked him in the back to back. Remember? They had a back to back game and he played the first game, but he ducked Jokers the second game. He did.
0: Uh, if you want to say that, but when they play, when they play each other, look up the stats. And B is averaging like thirty-eight points. Jokic is averaging twenty-two points. But you two games. Has a better in two games. No, that's not in two games. No, I'm just two games. That was, That's what you, like you play every team every year. But you played them twice. Yeah, you played them. to You played. Uh, yeah, Playing play twice. twice. But he tends to play him in Philly than he does in Denver, so I can do that. Oh, there you (laughs) go. All right, last one, and then we gotta go because my time is up. Last one, I had to go with a quarterback. I probably should have changed this quarterback. I might change it right now because I just I don't trust this guy. I don't know what the heck I was thinking putting him down. Um, (laughs) I'm not going with the obvious Patrick Mahomes. Uh, give me a quarterback, guys. We got Josh Allen, Joe Burrow. Uh, Brock Purdy's, Jalen Hurts. No, I'm just thinking of quarterbacks right (laughs) now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, I'm not doing that. Um, (laughs) After that showing, I'm not doing that. We're going to go with Josh Allen because I don't want to go with the the best of the best and I don't want to go with the worst of the worst. We're going to go with Josh Allen. Is he a superstar in any era based off his talent, arm, size, leadership mentality, whatever? Give you one. Two, three, four, five seconds to think about it. Jay, I'm coming to you first.
2: <laughs> oh man, um, see, so you said superstar. I like, guess he a superstar now. Like, I don't even know that I would consider him a superstar right? now. Um, but I do think if you, again, like from a physical standpoint, his size, his ability to run, like that would have been something different. Um, you know, in, in the eighties, nineties, whatever. Um. And then you think about his arm. Like, yeah, I mean, just the way that football has advanced over the years, oh like, guys couldn't thread the needle passing the ball, you know, like they do it now. Yeah. There's only a handful of guys that were really elite passers, in my opinion. So I'm going to have to say yes, Britt. I just yeah. think his skill set would have been something that. You know, people hadn't seen before. I'm gonna say, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a tentative yes. I'm gonna say tentative. Yes. <laughs>
0: tentative yes. <laughs> um, all right, we We're gonna see you in the old school Sports Illustrated <laughs> <Atlanta> cover. Um, <laughs> K walk is Josh Allen a superstar in any era? I don't
1: think so. I'm kind of with Jay on this. As far as do you do we really consider him a, a superstar now? Um, he'll be in the talk right now, but I'm mm-hmm. going back in any era. I'm going to say no, you know, if I had to think about it and then, you know, and I can't really decisively, you know, convincingly say that he is a star I'm going to say, no, I just think that the uh, he wouldn't be able to run the ball the way he did. He's not, even though he's, he kind of reminds me of a Warren moon. I know Warren moon was somewhat of a superstar, but would he have been? Well, yeah, he, cause Warren moon always, he has weapons around him when he was in Houston with that, that group. And when he was with um, Minnesota with that group, mm-hmm. If he's in the right offense, if he has the right receivers, yeah. I'll say yeah. Put it that way. Right if he's if he's in the right <laughs> system, if he was in an right. offense like Warren Moon was when he was in Houston, and mm-hmm. Warren Moon when he was in Minnesota with Moss and and Carter, and uh, I think he was more I think Warren Moon was there before Randall Cunningham got there. But yeah, if he's in the right system. I'll say yeah. I'm, I'll i put him in the superstar status. Yeah.
0: I want to say yes, but my only concern, I know I haven't spoken to the NFL the entire time, but I wanted to speak on the quarterback, is when it comes down to a close game, is he going to be the quarterback to make the necessary plays at the necessary time to win that game? You know, we've seen it time and time again. He's he's winless in overtime. and close games, he just can never get over the hump uh, when it comes in those big moments with those big games talent out of this world yeah talent out of this world but can you are you can you make the necessary plays in the most important games at the necessary times to make sure your team walks away with the victory could he do that he struggles in this era I'm not sure if he could do it in a different era with a defense is much tougher and they got away with some crazy hits back then so I'm gonna say to be continued <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: all right, guys, we're gonna head into break because I'm way over time. I was supposed to cut this short at like 45 minutes. I went way over, but it's all good. I was having fun. I hope y'all was having fun. Yeah. I do want to put out there. Somebody said, which we all know who this is. Hi, mom. Uh, where can yeah, we get the merchandise? We're on it, we're on it, mom. From Jay's. From uh, uh, where can we get the merchandise from? Jay's sweatshirt is fire. We are going to work on that. Um. Going into the new year, we're going to create the merchandise and let everyone know where you can get it from. But all right, guys, we're going to head into break. Please subscribe, like, and comment. Also, share. We will greatly appreciate it. Again, if you comment during the show, we will do our best to respond live during the show. You guys are watching um, The Sideline Speaks with myself, Brittany Jones, alongside Jason Collins and Kevin Walker right here on
1: Never Had a So Good Sports Media Network. Camplyman.com. is an opportunity for my big boys to come get some
2: work. Let's put it all together. We built from the ground up. You know, our cliche is it all starts up front. Once again, start, stance, hand placement, hand separation, get-offs,
1: counter moves, a little bit of everything. Polish up those skills before your middle school or high school season began. Just come work on your craft. Once again, Camplyman.com.
2: You're inside Never Had It So Good Sports Radio with Princess Cooper, Tim Moore, David the Duck, Riley, Jason Collins, Shoshana Cook, Brittany Jones, Travis McGee, Eric Scott, and Kevin Walker. We make it easy to talk sports. All right, welcome back to the sideline. Speaks Brittany Jones, Kevin Walker, and Jason Collins. Guys, do us a favor: like the video, share it. We're we're in the process of. Trying to grow this show as best we can. So we appreciate any support you guys can give us. All right, y'all. Let's talk, let's go back to the NFL. We talked about some games this week, but I want to know what your most impressive win was in week 15. Some some really important games as we're getting closer to playoff time. <clears throat> okay, walk. I guess I'll start with you here. What was your most impressive win of week 15?
1: Yeah, I went with one that was slightly off the off the radar for maybe a lot of people, but that was the uh, the Texans over the Titans in, the, in um, 1960. And the reason why I went with this game, ladies and gentlemen, is because, you know, the Texans right now, no one's really talking about them, even with C.J. Stroud in the mix and and what D'Amico Ryan is doing with that team. You know, yeah, you are. Exactly. <laughs> you're right. I, 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 I mean, I rephrase that. I stand corrected. Britt has been talking about this team, but and and no one's really giving them a chance, even with those guys in the mix, but to not to have CJ Stroud, who was in concussion protocol, not to have one of the top receivers, Nico Collins, who's out for the season with a with the broken leg. There, they still were able to find a way to win with their backup. I think it's Case and Keenum. I think is their Case Keenum was their yeah. was their backup there, yeah. and some of the guys that they they had they stepped up. They still found a way to win this game without that. Even they, you know, even with everyone healthy, you know, they all of their games are a struggle for them, and they find a way. But to go out there without their big time guys, um, to win this. Game um, and beat them. Uh, beat the Titans. Who's the Titans? You know the team. You you have Derek Henry and and those guys and Will Levis who started to to step his game up a little bit. D Hop um, uh, uh, as well. So yeah, I'm going to go with um, I'm going to go with uh, the, the Texans here and over the uh, the Titans. Nineteen sixteen. I just this is a, this is a great job uh, for those guys to step up and to fight for Domico uh, Domico Ryan's.
2: Yeah. And they won that game in overtime, right? That was, yeah, overtime, exactly. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yes. That was, mm-hmm. that was, that was a yeah. heck of a win. That's one of the yeah. ones on my list for sure. Perfect. Britt, who you got most impressive win of week 15.
0: I don't know if this is impressive, um, but I know it's needed and you don't have your starting quarterback. He went down a few weeks ago, um, but your backup showed up. He even talked a little smack to his former team. You should have never cut me. And I got to go with <laughs> Jake Browning and the Bengals um, because of this <laughs> victory they're locked solid in that fifth place. I think they're fifth place right now in the AFC playoff picture right now. So I was really impressive. The Stars showed up. Jamar Chase showed up. Um, and they went to overtime uh, against the Vikings, who's also wants to ensure they make the playoffs. I think it was a big one for the Bengals. So. I was fairly impressed with the Bengals.
2: Um, yeah, yeah, for sure, that was a big win for them. Um, mm-hmm. Man, I hate to say this one, but K. Walk took my first choice. <laughs> <So> I had <laughs> I had the Buffalo Bills as my second choice because, number one, the way that they won that game, the way they dominated Dallas from start to finish. But then, number two, the the playoff implications. Like this is a team that should be in the playoffs. Like when you look at their roster you would think this is a playoff team. So that was a big win for them in terms of trying to position themselves Mm -hmm. to make a late run for the playoffs. So as much as I hate to say it, the the Bills beating up on the Cowboys, to me, was one of the most impressive wins of the weekend. Um, All right, let's go to the other side of the coin, K-Walt. Let's go with the most disappointing loss of the weekend. Obviously, man, every game right now counts. It's so important for a lot of these teams. So who let you down, man? Who was the most disappointing? loss of the weekend
1: yeah for sure before i get to that i see that the uh the seahawks going with drew Locke. i know we mentioned before the show that they're going with gino but they they did an okie though they're going with drew Locke um there but um just a heads up there for for those who are watching. um, Yeah, my my most disappointing, I, I I think hopefully this is on everyone's list. The Falcons losing to the Panthers. The Falcons losing to the Panthers 9-7. I mean, we're talking about a Panthers team who has no business in this race. I know it's a, a, a divisional game and everyone's saying oh, it's a rivalry game. Throw the records out the window. No, trash that talk for real. The Falcons right now, and we're in a three-way tie with the uh, the Buccaneers and uh, and the Saints for the, uh, the divisionals. Uh, for a divisional lead here. And they go and they lose. I know it was a nasty game. It was a rainy game. I get that. I'm not talking about the score, the 9-7 score. I'm just talking about the outcome that you lost this game. You have to win that game. And this is a game, this is a team that you have to win, that you have to beat. Uh, and mm-hmm. it's a game you have to win. So, um, yeah, so the Falcons losing this game in a fashion that they did, not scoring a touchdown. Uh, oh, they did score a touchdown, but uh, the Panthers didn't score a touchdown. You, and you lose this game <laughs> but to a one 17 even whatever team, and they don't even score a touchdown. So that's this most. That's what's really disappointing. Yeah, man. I'm with
2: you. Like I work with a guy who's like a diehard Falcons fan, man, and it seems like every week, every week the Falcons break his heart like one way or another. They're always losing in the last minute of the game, and they held true to that. That was super. Just dis- that one was on my list. too, K walk, but Britt, who you got? Who's your most disappointing?
0: Um. You know, I got to go with this team. I love the head coach. I think y'all know who I'm talking about. Um, I got to go to Jacksonville Jaguar- Jaguars. Look, I understand the Baltimore Ravens is no joke, especially defensively. They are no joke. But I just feel like this was an opportunity for them to really show that they can hang out with the big boys. And I just feel like they haven't shown that all year long. They're eight and six, and they beat some teams. But I just feel like they haven't been able to overcome the good teams, the quality teams that show when you get into this playoffs we got we we here you know we we have arrived we're here and I just feel like every time they get against that top tier team they just fall short significantly two turnovers won't help at all um I think they got two fumbles lost and yeah. I, uh, it just just wasn't it so I think for them heading into the playoffs to really show that they're one of the top teams I think this was a disappointing loss in the way they did it
1: yeah <clears throat> I think you're on mute Jay,
0: Jay I think you mute it
2: Damn my bad. I, I was <laughs> coughing for a minute, so I muted. I <laughs> forgot to come back on. No, but I, I agree with you, Britt. That was a good call. I, I have the Cowboys on my disappointing list, but I don't want to beat them up too bad. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go with the Denver Broncos here, man, because just a few weeks ago we were talking about how they were on a winning streak and things were looking oh, right man. in Denver, but then to just come out and just get absolutely torn apart on Sunday and then Sean Payton just literally undresses Russell Wilson Ooh. on the sideline. <laughs> I mean, like man it, it, man. there's just something going on with that relationship that just doesn't yeah. seem right. So I think, you know, a couple of weeks ago we were talking about could the Broncos make a playoff run. Now it's looking like that's probably not going to happen. Mm-hmm. So very disappointing loss for the, for the Broncos on Sunday,
0: for sure. Hey, It's always okay to beat up your own team. I do. I beat up mine all the time. So it's okay.
2: <laughs> We're we'll gonna lose tonight, and we can we can beat them up. They, not,
0: they not listening. <laughs> I don't know why you worried about it. I ain't getting nowhere.
2: <laughs> We're going to see. Man I, <laughs> man, I, I, man, I hope the Cowboys get to the Super Bowl. I'm, oh. I'm just telling y'all right now. Let me just put this on the record. If the Cowboys get to the Super Bowl, I yes. am going to be insufferable <laughs> on this show. Like You yes. guys are not going to want to see me on this show because I am just going to be like, okay, well, the biggest Cowboys past the ever. I, I look. I, I, I'm 90s? not talking
1: about the Niners right now, man. We're not talking about the Niners. I hope they don't. If, I hope they don't. I'm gonna be insulted. Okay. Let's say you love, get past
0: love, the Eagles. Fine. You want to get past the Eagles? Get past the Eagles. If is still a key word. All right.
1: I'm Mix. throwing the fandom. If, I'm throwing the fandom if out of there. the of that. last thirty
0: years. <laughs> <laughs>
1: don't wait, so way, so way. That's why I can't. That's why I'm keeping quiet. But you're right. We did get close, man. We did get close. At least <laughs> we got close. Yeah, you we might got close. what twice why he's 5 or, yards or, or five, if, if Colin Kaepernick would have hit Michael Crabtree in the back of the end zone so uh, you know if if uh, uh Garoppolo would have hit um, Emmanuel Sanders they uh, uh, at least one but that's yeah, the top I, of, 49ers the are a great organization i i
2: ain't got nothing bad to say about the 49ers they're a great organization um, yeah
1: all
2: right, go let's Go to Let's go to take your pick. NFL NFL style take your pick. A little different maybe than some of the take your picks we've done in the past, but you'll see what I'm talking about here in a minute. All right. So first one, K-Walk, you're Chicago Bears. You got Justin Fields or a QB in the draft. Take your pick. You keep in fields or you're going to draft a QB yeah i think you keep fields i mean i know
1: i've been back and forth with this one right now where i'm at with him i think you keep him i i think if you if you give him a, um you know the right team around him i think what they're the the um uh the Bears are doing. They're actually giving him a defense, and I know we talked about he needed some weapons. They got DJ Moore, they got Mooney, and Mooney. They were one. They one tip away from uh, you know winning that game uh, yesterday. Yeah. Um, I think you keep them because you know what you got. Or you always say the angel saying is you know you go with the devil that you know, and you don't go with the devil, the angel that you do know. Or you don't know. So um, I think that um, at Justin Fields is the devil that you know, and you know you know what you're going to get with them, and I don't think. You want to get rid of that because you rather, I'd rather build with Justin Fields because you know he has the experience, you know what he's capable of doing. Now, you just got to surround him with the, with the best team you could possibly surround him in instead of taking three four five steps back and starting all over with a rookie quarterback I don't think you really want to do that with this yeah. franchise and then he goes somewhere else and he just lights it you know just this just, just lights you know to take you know this goes off and this sets the league on fire depending on what offensive coordinator what head coach you know he winds up with definitely stay with Justin Fields I think this is it's like we always mention Jay you know it's hard you know elite quarterbacks just aren't falling out of the trees. I mean, you know they're, they're not franchise quarterbacks. Just aren't falling out out of, out of trees. So keep this guy and build around him, and because you, you see what he he, he can do. Mm-hmm. So definitely stay with him, and 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 just you know what you're going to get with him. Don't take a step back by going with a, a guy in the draft. <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. K-Walk, I agree with you. I I would keep Fields as well. I just don't think you, you just never know what you're getting in the draft. I mean, you got these prospects, you can grade them out, but the truth is you just don't know how they're going to pan out. I'm not as high on Caleb Williams as everyone else in the world seems to be. So I don't know that he's a surefire bet in, in the NFL either. So I would probably keep Fields, but Britt, what say you?
0: Um, I'm with you guys on this one. I like Justin Fields. Um, I just think he needs a better offensive line, maybe better coaching staff, and more explosive players. Um, yeah, the opportunity with uh with well, the Panthers just won, so uh, I don't I don't know. So we'll we'll see if they'll get that first overall pick. But I still think they're in the uh they're I think they're still number one overall draft pick as of right now, I believe. So Chicago has that draft pick. Go get Marvin Harrison Jr. If you think that's too high, a Trade Man. back to a quarterback uh, needy team, go get Marvin Harrison Jr. Um, now you got him and DJ Moore. Sure up that offensive line in the free agency. Now we are talking because Justin Field has show, shown flashes. He just needs the right team
1: and yeah, the right coaching sure.
0: behind him. Yeah. Um, and I'm with you, Jay. I'm not that big on Caleb Williams neither. I just feel like he might be good. He might be a star. I might be completely wrong, you know, the draft is made of ifs. We're just not sure. Right. Um, Um, Maybes. I'm just not not sure how he's going to play without Lincoln Riley, but we'll see.
2: Yeah. Yeah. All right, Britt, I'm going to stay with you on this one. Another QB, Bryce Mm -hmm. Young. Now, look, Bryce came out of Alabama. All the fanfare hasn't been great this year, Mm -hmm. but I mean, it's hard to put a lot of that Mm -hmm. on him because of the team around him. Mm -hmm. But Britt, do you keep Bryce Young or would you rather have a QB that's in the draft?
0: I hold on to Bryce Young. Um, I still think he's a lot of, he has a lot of talent. The team sucks. <laughs> the entire team sucks. Um, but not a lot of times quarterbacks don't necessarily always develop as quickly as a CJ Stroud, you know. Yeah, a lot of times it just doesn't happen that fast. Sometimes quarterbacks take two to three years to reach their full potential. Um, I think he'll get there. He is a little small, but there are other quarterbacks who are small too, so I don't think that's an excuse. Um, He showed some splashes. I think he has to understand the speed of the game. He has to understand um, anticipation um, versus trying to wait for the guy to be open. You got to throw these guys open. It's just a different game I think he has to adapt to. Um, I think he'll get that down. Just give him some time. You know, everybody's looking at C.J. Stroud and trying to go off of his, you know, progression. Not every player is like that. So stick with Bryce Young, give him another couple years. And then, besides, they ain't got a first-round draft pick anyway, so they don't have a choice. (laughs) Yeah,
2: (laughs) right. Yeah, and Britt, I'll tell you what. You said three things that I was thinking. Number one, like, C.J. Stroud being so good has kind of shined a light on Bryce Young. Like, if (laughs) C.J. wasn't playing so great, I don't think... Maybe mm-hmm. people would be looking at Bryce like, well, what's wrong with you? But I again, Bryce doesn't have a whole lot of help, but he is smallish, right? <laughs> like mm-hmm. he is little. And, you know, I don't know that there's anything mm-hmm. he could really do. About- well, there isn't right. anything he can do about that. And then also you mm-hmm. said speed of the game. Like I was just watching the other day and there were just some mm-hmm. things that happened where – I, there was this one play where he ran out of the pocket and was running and like in college, he would have been fine. But in the NFL, like he didn't realize that defensive alignment was going to chase him down from behind. Just little speed of the game things that he hasn't fully adjusted to. But I think I agree. I think for now I would keep him and see where we could go with this. And I wouldn't pull the trigger just yet. But K Walk would say you.
1: Yeah, I agree. I I would keep him, Jay. But do you think that he would be used to the, the speed of this game by now, because of the fact that the yeah. matter is one, it's this time of the year, and for two, he played in a in a conference who's who was very similar to uh, the NFL as far as speed wise, and that's in the SEC, yeah. where those guys are pretty much just just they're just going right to the NFL. We talk, you know, Georgia, mm-hmm. Alabama, LSU, uh, Florida. The list goes on and on. Those guys are where he's already playing against NFL type guys and NFL type speed. So it's kind of a head scratcher there but I just think that he's he just needs a step ladder or stilts <laughs> or um <laughs> I just don't I just don't know man I mean, you can't teach the one thing you can't coach and you can't teach is that size man yeah. and I think that's playing a big part um in, you know in his non-success man but I, I think that you know if you put them in around and put him in the right coach put him in the right system you could overcome that man you don't necessarily have to be that big guy like you know like a brock purdy you know like a drew Brees back in the day i'm not comparing him to anything but i'm just talking about the size stature uh you know of them um that you know they can overcome that by moving them you know outside of the pocket and you know you know opening them up that that window if you will his vision uh for mm-hmm. sure so yeah i think you keep them and um, because, again, it goes back to what I was saying about Justin Fields. You just go with the go with the known and leave the unknown alone
2: uh, for sure. <clears throat> All right, let's go to a coach, Mike Tomlin. The, obviously, the Steelers aren't real big getting rid of coaches. I mean, they've only had a few in, in their long history. Uh, but Tomlin's under some fire right now, man. There's a lot of people saying it's time for him to go. Um fired the offensive coordinator things haven't really gotten better I think I saw today they're going back to Mason Rudolph as their as their QB for this yeah. week uh it, it maybe feels like Tom I don't want to say he's losing the team because I don't necessarily mm-hmm. think that's true but he he certainly isn't coming up with a lot of answers to, to some of yeah. the problems that the Steelers are having so okay Walk, well, I'll start with you on this one Mike Tomlin do you keep him or do you explore some other coaching options at the end of the season? I think you keep Tomlin, man.
1: I, I think Tomlin's uh, track record speaks for himself, speaks for itself. I mean, he's what um 16 years, I think it is, I think 16, so. 17 yeah. straight mm-hmm. seasons without a losing, uh, without a losing season. That's that speaks volumes. Not every coach is going to win every year. We, we we talked about, you know, not every team is going to win every year. And Mike Tomlin to have a winning record or or not to have a losing record, I should say in 16 consecutive seasons that's hard to do just to being on a team uh, just being a head coach of a team for 16 uh, seasons is is it as a feat within itself but you added on him not losing having a losing season as well um speaks volumes and I, I don't think you mm-hmm. just, just get rid of a guy that way because you know look what they did they they missed out on their, on their quarterbacks man mm-hmm. um you know if they if they want to if they want it to happen mike tomlin is that guy you stick with that guy i'm a mike tomlin guy i love mike tomlin and i think you just go out there and you make a splash maybe in free agency um to get you know to go out there maybe go get a justin fields as as we talked about or you know another quarterback that's that could possibly be out there because i think they are one quarterback or quarterback play away from being you know a consistent uh you know you know, playoff caliber team and winning that division, being in a hunt to win that division each and every season. So yeah, definitely keep Mike Tomlin. I'm 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 a Mike Tomlin guy, one hundred and ten thousand percent.
2: Yeah, I think I'm with you, man. Like, it's just hard to win in this league if you don't have a quarterback. I mean, it's just plain and simple. It's hard to win if you don't have a guy at that position Mm -hmm. that can get get you some wins. So I I think Tomlin has proven that he's a good coach. He didn't wake up this year and just forget how to coach football. So I think he's earned himself some rope to have a a couple of bad seasons and not
0: get fired. But Britt, what say you on this one? Um, prior to let me ask you a question. Prior to this season, did you think with Kenny Pickett and his offense they was going to get the so far? <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, no, right. no real so, expectations. No, no, no. Right
0: outside of the defense, Um, because they have T.J. White and some players are even on that side. We're still not certain of him. Yeah, Michael Pickfords, yeah.
1: Patrick, yeah, right. Yeah, you know, but they just... have talent defensively, yeah, yeah, but exactly.
0: all in all, we still question the the talent in itself. So. You keep Mike Tomlin. If you don't want him, I'll take him. <laughs>
1: right, you know what I mean? Um, but <laughs> no,
0: just find yourself a a quarterback that you feel is an elite or can reach that elite status. Um, change out the one receiver. I like George Pickens, Deontay Johnson. I think that's the one with that. Yeah, he's
1: yeah, he's a the, tight sure, the tight end. Yeah.
0: Right. I'm not too sure about him. Um, but I think this team needs to get better talent and they need an attitude adjustment. So I think, but Mike Tomlin, you keep for sure. You don't know.
2: Yeah, for sure. All right. Good stuff. Last one. Um, okay. Well, I'll start with you here. Cause this guy is a Florida guy. So I know, you know, him very well. Kadarius Tony, man, the last couple of weeks, this guy's made some bonehead plays for, for Kansas city lines up off sides. Last week, this week, he has a, a fumbling mumbling, pass It turns into an interception Mahomes is clearly frustrated with this yeah. guy uh but Andy Reed seems like you know he sees some potential there so K-Walk Kadarius Tony do you hold on to this guy or do, do you put him on the bench and, and explore some other options on the roster right now
1: yeah, Jay, I, I, you know, yeah, I, I think you've got to take him out of the uh, the mix uh, for a little especially in big time plays like third downs. <laughs> yes, very yes, no. very Yes, he is. <laughs> he, he is. And, I, and I'm surprised he still has a knee intact and a hip intact the way he he always doing those dang uh, cuts and everything. I, it's like he's trying to trying to stomp a fire out in the forest, man. I mean he's really not there man and that's the reason why the uh, the giants traded uh you know traded away for him um you know traded him to the the, uh, the chiefs and the chiefs and the chiefs uh nation was all gun ho about this guy but when he was in florida he he was he was he was just not there mentally man he's not there mentally and you can't be like that in the NFL. You can't, especially as a receiver, man. But, um, yeah, Britt, I like that, uh, that trash, uh, <laughs> uh, trash right there. But um, it threw me off a little bit. But, uh, yeah, no, I, I definitely think you uh, you take him out of the mix. Maybe put, put him in as a return guy. Um, just let him focus on that one thing. Or just put him in, in, in certain packages, man. Just give him, like, third downs or You know, give him reverses somewhere. He cannot mess it up. Like, you know, don't put him in, you know, crucial situations where, you know, he has to make a big time catch unless he's just wide open. But, yeah, I think it's time that you just kind of just just get get rid of him as far as not get rid of him totally, but just eliminate some of his playing time, if you will. Let him focus on the return game and give him some reverses, some screens, things of that nature, something he really can't mess up.
2: Yeah, and and the rumor is like he only has a small package as it is because that like he you he's, in the he's next not rumors, you gotta go? taking in the, the full <laughs> offense, so they yeah. can't really throw the whole playbook at him, which is isn't great. And Gaywalk, I'm glad you mentioned like the way he cuts. Every oh time God. I watch yeah. him cut, Ooh, I'm just God. waiting for his knee to explode. You know <laughs> like it's, like, it's he's one cut away from his yeah. knee just exploding. So yeah, I'm with you, man. I I think sit this guy down and see see what you got in the ball. Pen that can maybe make some plays, yeah. but Britt, we saw you put, put him in the trash can. So I think I know where
0: you're going here, but but what say you? There might be a little hard feelings at the last year's Super Bowl because he did catch a touchdown on this. No, um, the only time he wanted to <laughs> catch a ball, <laughs> right? Um, no, look, I think he will be a great special teams guy, return type guy. It's just the receiver. No, that that's just not his forte. He can't catch the ball. And half the time, if he's going up against a good, a good Quality corner, he's not getting open, he's not getting that separation um to make the necessary play. So no, and Patrick Mahomes basically said it with his face, yeah,
1: so. and his helmet.
2: <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> all right. So we're 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 all in agreement there. All right, good stuff, y'all. Um, Britt, you were trying to Cut your segment short tonight. I don't have a long segment, but I do. I do have one more co- one college football question that I want to get into before we we start wrapping the show up here. And that is like, there's so much going on with college football right now. NIL, transfer portal, um, early signing day, like the the calendar. Like there's bowl games coming up. There, college football is just crazy right now. So, okay, walk. I'm gonna start with you, man. Like, if you could change one thing about college football, if you were going to fix college football in one way, what would you do? What change would you make to try to make college football better? Oh, wow, Jay. Um,
1: I think with everything mentioned, I, I think the transport portal was something that I would start with. I think that you should uh, um, limit to the, how many times that you you could enter the the, the transport portal. Um, I, I just, You know, you see guys in the transport portal, year after year after year after year i don't know what that does um to their their credits and how much how many credits they lose if if they're transferable you know things of that nature because you have to ultimately you have to take that in consideration because you know these these guys have to start to realize that not everyone's going to go to the nfl and you know you have to fall back on that education uh for sure so you know if you're if you're transferring constantly are you losing credits first and foremost, but if, even if you aren't, if you're not, let's just say for arguments sake, you're not losing credits there. I just think that, you know, it's just, you're just messing up the, you know um, you know, just guys is looking for free agents. It's kind of like a, you know, a free agency in, in the NFL or any sport for that matter. Like who's in that portal. We immediately go to the portal because it not only messes up that it messes up, you know, guys are coming out of uh, junior college guys coming out of high school. They yeah. don't know where they're going to go because they have to wait. They don't know when they're, they can commit mm-hmm. or where they should commit to because they don't know who's going to be in the portal. So I think yeah. they should eliminate how many times guys could go in the portal or, uh, you know, eliminate how many guys can go into the portal as well. Um, I don't know the exact answer, but I think they should have to do something They to do something with the portal to eliminate, you know, so many guys going into it. guys and girls. It's not just, not just guys, uh, ladies and gentlemen, but student athletes, let's call them student athletes um, entering that portal. I think they have to do something there. NCAA has to step in. I know they feel like they owe something to these players because of everything that's taken place in the past, yeah. but someone has to step in and say, okay, well, let's, let's, let's ease up on this, uh, on, on this transfer portal just for now yeah no i i agree with you man
2: something has to be done about the portal i don't know what like i don't have yeah, the don't answer but right. something has to be done like and what people don't realize man there's a lot of guys that go into the portal and don't yeah. ever come out like they yep. think they're yep. going somewhere yeah. they think there's gonna be a that whole total. bunch of people offering and they go in the portal and you don't ever hear from them again yeah. so yeah. i think there's some bad advice happening there too for yeah. me man i think because there's like what like 110 roughly like what we would call power five or Mm -hmm. soon to be power four teams, but they're all not created equal. Like literally there's probably about 35 or 40 that you could kind of lump into one category of what I would consider to be like really big time college football. And I just think that they need to like, maybe start separating some of the haves and the have nots so that it can be more competitive because depending on what conference you play in, like, you might play a more competitive schedule as somebody that plays in a different conference. And then we don't have to have these arguments about whether Florida state deserves to be in a playoff because of their schedule. If we can get it down to like 40 or so teams that are all, you know, like NFL style playing each other. And then maybe the competitive balance is a little bit more fair because like I don't know like man there's just yeah. some teams that have no business playing Alabama like there's some teams that have no business playing yeah. Ohio State why have these teams playing each other let's get the top 40 or so teams that have the similar budgets similar you know money that they can give to people similar structure and let's make that a division of college football and i just think it would level the playing field but yeah, I don't know that like that's that. actually going to happen, but I, I think yeah. something needs to be done there as well. But, Britt, I know college football isn't necessarily your thing, but is there anything you would do, any changes you would make to the sport?
0: Have all top recruits go to Ohio State, point blank, period. Okay, no, I'm just
2: no, kidding. to <laughs> <laughs> <No, no, laughs> uh, no, veto no. That idea. No.
0: <laughs> 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 no, I think they kind of be honest, what I wanted to change is changing. Next year, the playoffs. Uh, yes. Um, yes. they are going to have a 12-team yes. playoff seating yes. type thing. That's basically what I wanted to change. Um, anything else, I, I, I agree with the transfer portal. It is getting out of hand. I've known players personally who got advice to go into the transfer portal, and now they ended up at Juco. Yep. And they mm-hmm. are very, very talented. So yeah. um, they got stuck and had to go to juco and juco is not a bad option for all those out there uh, juco is a very very good option yeah um you had big time superstars going to the nfl uh from juco well they had they went to the next level and then went to juco i'm sorry then went to the nfl so outside of that um maybe kind of handle the nil situation a little bit better I mm-hmm. kind of feel like it's going a little crazy right now. Yeah. Uh, and that's not just for college football, but it's also for college basketball as yeah. well. Um, I just felt like it just felt like players had something to fight for. You know, mm-hmm. you want them to get paid because you're using their name, image and likeness. Um, but they get paid massive amounts. It's like, why do we even and you hear players now? Why do I even need to go to the, to the professional leagues? I don't need yeah. to go. Yeah. So I'm just like, but there's players who are not making as much and it's just, I don't, you don't want that tension within your locker room as is. It may not seem like it's there now, but it's in there somewhere yeah. and it's going it to only yeah. magnify. Um, so I think the 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 college football or just college NCAA just need to kind of uh, uh, um, regulate these NIL deals a little yeah. bit more.
2: Yeah, for sure. I agree with you on the playoff. I, I'm happy that that's changing. And you're right, nil. Like again, I don't know what to do with it, but <laughs> something needs to be done with right. it. But I, I don't, I don't have the answer. But it does I, I didn't want to, want to touch be cool. that because
1: I'm not one to touch, <laughs> tell you to mess with anybody's money. So I'm not, <laughs> yeah. I'm not
2: even to touch that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, get paid.
0: Get yeah, paid yeah, for real though. <laughs> I think it just, just it got to be regulated just a little bit, yeah. just a little bit. Yeah, because
2: yeah. a lot of it's not even nil. Like a lot of it's right. not even name, image, and likeness. No, like so, it it's yeah. like turning into I'll give okay. you some money if you come yeah. to the school. Yeah. <laughs> you right. Know? Right. So right. Basically, right. that's what it is. Right. That's what it is. Right. legalized. It's legal. Right. <laughs> <So. clears throat> different. All right, y'all. Let's today. um, let's get into our rant and who's ball, and then we're gonna go ahead and get out of here. Every week, we want to give you a chance to get anything off your chest that's on your mind. You get one minute to rant. Um. K-Walk, okay, well, we usually start with you on this, but I think I'm gonna go first tonight, man. Because I, I got I got an announcement to make with my rant time. I am officially off of the Phoenix Suns. They are no longer my NBA team. I, I am, I'm tired of the Phoenix Suns, man. KD, Devin Booker, Bradley Beal. These guys never play together. They're one of them is always hurt. Bill is now out. He came back one game, sprained his ankle. Now he's out again for two, three more weeks. I'm over the Phoenix Suns, man. They they play with no urgency. I, I'm kind of over Kevin Durant too, K-Walk. Wow. You, you know I've been like a KD guy. But this guy, no leadership, plays with no urgency, super talented, but just doesn't have that dog in him that I'm looking for at times phoenix suns are no longer my team i'm gonna find a new team but i'm done with the phoenix suns i'm not gonna ride this roller coaster just to see them lose in the first round of playoffs phoenix suns i'm out on you guys completely I will find a new team to announce in the next couple of weeks. The sun has set for Jason Collins. Wow. We knew
0: this about KD. We were just wondering how long it was gonna take you. I'm over KD, man. He
2: he's the most disappointing superstar to me. I I mean, seriously, like I, I I tried to like make so many concessions for this guy, even like going to Golden State and winning the championships and saying, Well, hey, he was the best player. Now I'm like, you know what? I don't think he wins those without a guy like Steph. And KD was great in the playoffs, but he can't – he needs somebody like that with him. Like, he can't be the lead dog. He's, he's not the lead dog, man, so – I, I'm done with the Suns, man. They are no longer my team. But well, Charles Barkley called him a bus rider, so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he sure did. And 100%. and I disagreed with that at the time, but now I might, you know what, Charles, I'm, I'm with you. He's a bus
0: rider. <laughs> it doesn't take away, just, let's, let's, let's <clears throat> make sure we're clear. It does not take away from his talent Absolutely. whatsoever. He's still a talented guy. He's 100%. just not the guy to lead your team to where you want to go.
2: Nope, can't do it. So mm, I feel better now. Okay, Walt, yeah. the floor is yours. Wow, oh, wow. wow. <laughs> that's,
1: that's, that's both of us. You know, we both sat, you know, last week, last year it was me on the Phoenix Mercury. And now she <laughs> Phoenix Suns. I don't know what it is about Phoenix. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go to the NFL. We kind of touched on it a little bit, Britt. Um And that's Patrick Mahomes. We kind of touched on, you know, the facial expressions he made when Mm -hmm. uh, guys dropped the ball. I I think Patrick Mahomes, what he has to do is, you know, as the leader, you mentioned leadership, Jay, with KD. And I think with Mahomes, you being that guy, you being the franchise guy, you being, you know, arguably the face of the NFL, you can't show the emotion that you've been showing for the last two games. You can't go after refs, you know, like you've been going the last two games because these, these players look up to you. These players follow your lead. So they're ultimately, that's going to mean that, you know, if you're out there getting frustrated with, you know, Kadarius, Tony and guys dropping the ball, I don't see you getting uh getting in Travis Kelsey's face when he drops the ball, he dropped two balls uh, yesterday. One, including a touchdown, even, uh, even Taylor Swift was like, what the f?". <coughs> (coughs) You know, I don't know if you guys saw that, but, you know, she got on him, so why can't you get on him, you know, in private, but nonetheless... (laughs) I think you should calm down with, you know, with the the facial expressions, the throwing of the helmets, the 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 the, uh, the voice, um, you raising your voice to the rest, and your teammates, and things of that nature, because this is ultimately going to trickle down, and ultimately going to say, well, this guy's is showing emotion. If he's upset, then I can be upset uh, as well. So, Patrick Mahomes, tone it down, man. Be that quiet leader, man. Just and 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 just lead by example, lead by your performance, man. You don't need to be out there, you know. No one can stand your voice. So first and foremost, <laughs> sound like Kermit the Frog out there. But you know, there's a you know, they can only stand your voice for so much. But nonetheless, all serious says, calm down, man, and lead this team like you've been leading for the last three, four years.
2: No, I agree with you, K. Walk. It's been a bad look for him the last yeah. couple yeah. weeks. Complained yeah. about the refs, the refs, and then yeah. what he was doing on and the sideline on yeah. Sunday. Yeah, bad, bad look for rough. him, man. Like it's, it's. I don't want to say it's been easy for him, but. Now that things aren't going well, like yeah. that's when we really—that's when we get to see who you really are. Exactly. I'm with you 100. All All right, Britt, what you got for us?
0: No, I don't really have much. Um, I'm—I guess look, I don't have nothing in, in the sports game. You guys kind of said what I was thinking. Well, outside of Phoenix Suns, I've been that, but <laughs> I've been new that. But K-Walk, you said what I was thinking um so i'm just coming with something fun something weird something awkward and i'm coming at mother nature, mother <laughs> nature i that wanted to snow on christmas it ain't oh, snowed on okay. christmas in years i wanted i live on the east coast guys we like the snow you know the movies where it's snowing i like the snow i don't know how you live where you live at and you don't like the snow it's a <laughs> i there. gotta shovel it because i gotta <laughs> shovel it but so <laughs> just the one day I want to snow. I got a shovel okay. now. Okay, okay. Well, remember, I got okay. my house. So I got okay, gotcha. okay. I want to snow, see some snow on Christmas. I don't want to feel 60 degrees. I don't want to feel 55 degrees. I don't want to be California. Let's barbecue outside. <laughs> no, As weak and you. as wet. Christmas is snow, hot chocolate. I don't really like chocolate, but hot chocolate, spending time with the family, good oh, food, inside yeah. food. Staying warm and fuzzy and whatever else. Let me see some snow.
1: But so you know what? I have to agree with you there. I, I do have to. Even as much as I dislike the snow, I can take uh, you know some snow on on, on Christmas, oh, Christmas, Christmas morning, Christmas day. As okay. long as when I go back to work the following day or the next day or the day after that, it's gone. I'm
2: good with that. I'm good with that. So
0: I agree we- with that. Cause I, I don't like that. driving
2: in whatsoever. No. Yeah, I'm, I'm good
0: with that. Let yeah, it melt. I'm, if I got to
2: go back. <laughs> I'm I'm with you guys too, man. I've been been hoping for some snow for the last. We haven't had it here in Georgia in a while. Like it's mm-hmm. been at least five years since we real. I mean, we've had a flurry here and there, but hasn't been any real snow in a while. So. I'm kind of hoping for some snow too. We're not going to get it. There's none in the forecast, but it would be nice to have a little a little white white Christmas, man. For sure.
1: And I don't want to say any blow up doll, blow up uh, snowmen in Miami, Florida. I don't want to see no blow. <laughs> Doesn't make sense. I've it, seen no. that in LA. I like, seen a like How do blow you how do you have a snowman, in, in
0: 85 it. degree weather? Yeah, yeah. snowman yeah. in 85 Makes degree weather. No sense. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all, all right. right. Good, Good point. Stuff.
2: Good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff, Britt. All right. Let's go to who's balling. Uh, every week we want to shout out a team player, a coach, somebody that's just been absolutely getting it done. K Walk, I'll start with you. Who you got this week? Who's balling? Yeah, this is a different one, man. I was watching this. I was
1: watching a little bit of this. Um, some of the the, the uh, women's volleyball uh tournament that the yeah. final four between it was Texas, Wisconsin, uh Nebraska, and um who did Nebraska beat? Uh I forget who Nebraska beat. Nonetheless, the championship was Texas and uh and Nebraska. Nebraska was the number one team going into the tournament, number one overall. But Texas wind up going in there and they whipped their tails, um, swept them 3-0, won the championship. So hats off off to the to, the lady Texas Longhorns for winning the uh, the, the the ladies national uh, volleyball ch- championship national championship. They were absolutely. Can I do balling or balling? <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, mean, <laughs> ballin'.
2: <laughs> I think uh isn't Jermaine O'Neal's daughter on the Texas volleyball Yes, team? yes, I think yes. She yes. Is. Yeah, yes. I think she's They're on that beast. squad. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, I'm gonna go with your guy, K. walk Christian McCaffrey. Man, that dude, man, he's like he just gets it done. Rushing, receiving, it doesn't matter. Like He just flat out balls every single week. So I'm, I'm going to show him a little bit of love now in, in hopes that my Cowboys don't see him later down the road. So Christian McCaffrey, that dude always balling. I see you, Britt. I like that. I like
0: if you're running scared. You're running scared. What <laughs> happened? You're supposed to be all dukes up on your cowboys. We're you're running ready. scared. Like, we'll now, be ready though, when the time now. comes.
2: We'll be ready huh? when the time comes. We'll be ready. Go ahead, <laughs> sure. who, who you I got for us? I have a
0: hesitation in your voice. <laughs> uh, you know, I don't really have a team this week. I don't really have a specific – well, I do have a specific player, but not due to a game. I gotta go with uh, I don't know how to say his name, so bear with me. Is it Osh- Oshani, Otani, whatever his name is? Okay, yeah, uh, probably. Oh, 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 yes. He just signed the seven hundred million dollar contract. The LA Dodgers. I know he's going to defer sixty eight million to that, so he'll get paid two millions two million dollars yeah. per year or however long. He has an opt out clause, which apparently is unheard of. It's if a specific coach leaves or manager leaves. Hey, if you get a um, general manager fired to yeah. Right. Um Otani, you literally balling with cheese, yeah. spinach, what? cash, dollars, whatever <laughs> else. Whatever you, want. whatever you want. Yeah. And I gotta give credit to the, the LA LA Dodgers because that did put on next next tier level as far yeah, as uh teams. Sure.
2: Yeah, no, Britt, I'm I'm with you. Stuff, man. I like that one, Brett. It's stuff. it's crazy that we live in a world that you could be paid seven hundred million dollars playing million. baseball. I'm not mad at it though. I'm not mad at it at I all. A
0: son, I gotta have a son. Yeah,
2: yeah, Right. <laughs> for real, for real. He's
1: gonna be he's gonna be the new Bobby Bonilla, man. He's gonna get paid well after. Yeah. He's, uh he's long after, after he's, he's, he's done.
2: done. Yeah. That's sure. gonna
0: mess up the Dodgers later, but yeah. hey, they, they yeah. might enjoy it on this on the other side.
2: Hopefully <laughs> they can get not? a couple World Series out of it, man. I think if they can Hopefully win they can win a couple they can win a couple, they probably no, feel yeah, like it's, it's worth not. it. So no. we'll see. We'll see. Uh-uh. <laughs> That's my (laughs) new baseball team, though, just going on record. I'm a Dodgers fan now. We can talk about baseball season rolls around. (laughs) Um, (laughs) All right, let's get out of here, guys. K-Walk, man, before we do, let the people know where to find you and if there's anything you're looking forward to this week.
1: Yeah, you can find me on uh, Instagram, Kevin.Walker142X, uh, at KevinWalker142, Facebook, Kevin Walker. Um, you can catch me Wednesday nights on uh, Never Had It So Good Sports Radio, Sports Talk with KWalk and E. Scott. 7 p.m., uh, wherever you get your podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Never had a so good sports radio, Sports Talk with K. Walker and Scott. Going to have a, uh, a new guest on this week. We got a lawyer coming in, and uh, so going to give us some advice about, some legal advice about, you know, athletes dealing with, you know, certain situations, and this week is going to be about Vaughn Miller and what he's dealing with. So um, we like to infotain, ladies and gentlemen, as we like to call it. So uh, stay tuned, uh, tune into that, and, uh, and uh, for sure, or join the talk, and then we talk about anything you like. Um, I want to shout out to my daughter, uh, Lydia. Tomorrow's uh, to her birthday, won't give her age out because she's female, so I won't do that. But shout out to looking forward to her birthday tomorrow and just football for the, the week. The bowl games are starting to pick up a little bit as well. So looking forward to more football, basketball is getting starting to pick up it as well. So just looking forward to uh to some more sports and um and uh wait, we're back. Were we on? No, wait, are we? Well, no, we're not on until Christmas, we're not after before Christmas, right?
0: So no
1: no, no, no. So no, it's more to. Oh well, no, we're not. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I want to wish everyone and their families us um, a safe and merry Christmas uh, for sure. And we'll catch you uh, next week after the uh, after the uh, the holiday.
2: Yeah, good stuff, K walk. Um, you guys, man, y'all do a lot on that show. You got a doctor yeah. on now, you're bringing a lawyer on. Y'all, yeah. y'all don't mess around <laughs> yeah. on, on sports talk with K Walk and E Scott. That's for sure. Man. Y'all do a little bit of everything. But, ladies and gentlemen, it's, it's a great show, no question. Um, you guys can find me at Jason Talk Sports on, on all the social media platforms. I'm looking forward to a break. Tomorrow's my last day of work until oh, January nice. 4th, I think. So, I'm looking forward nice. to that. sitting around watching as much football as I can during that time, bowl games, NFL, women's college basketball, just a little bit of everything. So I'm looking forward to a nice two week break from work. So I'm excited about that. Britt, what say you?
0: Uh, You guys can find me on Instagram, TikTok, X, Twitter, whatever you want to call it. Um, Am I missing one? I feel like I'm missing one, but it's at the bottom of my screen at Brittany Monique. Um, I'm looking forward to, football, basketball is like we just said is uh really starting to get into the thick of things. My Sixers right now losing 81-76 to the Bulls. I need them to pick it up. Oh, 81-78. Okay, there we go. Um uh what else am I looking forward to? College basketball, specifically the women's, the one yes. I'm not Right now, me and the Eagles got this little tension right now. I need them to get there together. They're doing (laughs) Uh, all right right now. uh, uh, But specifically women's basketball, but most importantly, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa. If I miss any other holiday, happy holidays in general and a happy new year. And make sure you spend it with the ones that you love, most importantly.
2: Good stuff, Britt. Good stuff, Britt. That was well said. Very good. Um, all right, ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate you guys listening to the Sideline Speaks. I think we'll be back here next Tuesday. It's the 26th. It's the day after Christmas, so we'll, we'll, we'll have I'll to talk here. about travel plans and who's available and who's we'll not. Say. So we'll, we'll figure exactly. all that out. But
1: Yeah, for sure.
2: <clears throat> Either way, guys, we appreciate you guys listening, and we'll see you sometime down the road. So for Brittany Jones and Kevin Walker, I'm Jason Collins, and we'll see you next time. You're inside Never Had It So Good Sports Radio with Princess Cooper, Tim Moore, David the Duck Riley, Jason Collins, Shoshana Cook, Brittany Jones, Travis McGee, Eric Scott, and
0: Kevin Walker.